Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Four Pointers Fantasy League podcast. I'm Jake, and I'm joined by Trent. Trent, how's it going? Be better if I did just eat a whole bag of salt and vinegar chips. <laughs> My mouth feels like it's imploding. The struggle is real. Probably not the best thing to eat before doing a podcast. <laughs> real professionals. <laughs> uh, like sour, uh, sour face. My whole face is going yeah. inwards. May as well just eat sour lollies. That probably would have been on um, the same amount of levels. So. Yeah. While I'm recovering, tell the people um, what the show's about. Yeah, so it's a uh, uh, fantasy league podcast. We talk about NRL fantasy, the NRL.com version. Uh, we talk about, obviously, the... the the team lists that are happening each week um, and just a key point at the end of the of the podcast. Um, and, yeah, that's pretty much the, the podcast summed up. How do we uh, how do we go this week from a ranking perspective? Next question. <laughs> <laughs> 49,543 uh, was my round rank. My overall rank was 17,615. They're not terrible... Overall, but my round rankings have been garbage lately. Yeah, I'm uh, not far behind you on that one. Well, I had a little bit better as so a round rank. I had 32,080 as my round, uh, but overall, you've still got me. I'm 21,940. So, yeah, bit of a bit of a rough week uh, this week. Yeah, um, I've lost my two um, league games. I lost them by a combined five points over the last two weeks. <laughs> so it's been a rough yeah, shot. It's been not not a good deal. But I've been uh, good news for me. I've just somehow made it into the top eight in our league uh, this week. So I'm sure it'll be l- short lived. It'll be the the one week and I'm done. So, but fingers crossed, I can uh, stay there for another week. And one of us got to like, this podcast <laughs> yeah, is all legitimacy. Yeah. <laughs> After last year, I talked a big game, yeah. and this is uh, come crumbling back down this year. Yeah. But um, I've been trying talking about professionalism. I've been deciding if I can quietly continue to eat sort of vinegar chips <laughs> while doing the podcast. Maybe just give it. A, we're already we're already a short podcast. Maybe <laughs> we can hold it to the end. <laughs> uh, moving on to the notable notables from the team lists. Um, we'll start with Jamal Fogarty. Makes please his first game of the year for the Canberra Raiders, uh, officially pushing uh, Brad Snyder and Matt Frawley out of the team. I think uh, I don't know how many people will be rushing the Jamal Fogarty, but it's one to keep an eye on. He was a pretty solid fantasy scorer in previous seasons. Yeah, terrible for uh, Brad Snyder owners. Fourteen percent, point seven percent of people that do own him. Um, I thought we thought last week was the uh, the burst of, of the bubble, and then last minute he made the back into the team. But I think this looks like the final uh, final straw, so he's out of the team. Yeah, for, uh, Fogarty's been a, a decent scorer in the past. Um, uh, looking at his score, he's uh, priced accordingly, which is probably uh, a bit of a risk. 655000 so better players, I think, at this stage, but we'll have to wait and see how he scores after the next couple of weeks. Yeah, and then um, talking about halfbacks returning, it's, um, it's, a, re- it's, a, re- it's a real <laughs> theme this round. you got Jerome Hughes... And you've got Luke Brooks also returning. Um, I think when you look at Foggy, Brooks and Hughes, one is not the same as the rest. <laughs> I think, uh, Jerome Hughes, top tier uh, fantasy player. Him coming back will help both the Storm and fantasy league players. Don't know how many people stuck with him, but considering it's from week to week, he might even play this week. So, But fingers crossed, it would help a lot of fantasy league players out there. What's your thoughts on Luke Brooks' uh, fantasy league situation? Luke Brooks? Yeah, because like I said we're doing the three halfbacks. Oh yes, uh, so Luke Brooks. Um, yeah, unless, he was... unless you've got pearls of wisdom to add to my Jerome Hughes take no. that I missed. No, uh, Jerome Hughes, good player. Good, That's about yeah. it. All done some. good. We can move on. Done good, played strong. <laughs> done good, um, played strong. Yeah, so Luke Brooks, uh, only owned by point six percent of people um, since he moved to five eighth. 
um, was scoring pretty well. Uh, scored a 57 against the Rabbitohs and a 77 against the Dragons and then had some lower scores against the Seagulls and Cowboys when he went off. Um, yeah, definitely think there's better options to, uh, to be had, but uh, if he continued that form in the 50s and 60s that he did uh, earlier in the season, then could be an option for sure. Yeah, there's one to keep an eye on. He's always a wild card. But uh, when we get to Manly Seagulls, uh, one wild card for the season has been Tom Travojevich. <laughs> is he ever final form? The official answer is no, because he's done for the year with a bunk shoulder. So uh, Tom, people are stuck by Tom Travojevich, uh weren't rewarded for their faith. We're going to talk more about that in the Pick and Stick segment at the end of the show. Uh, but when when a door opens, a George Tafua sized window opens. <laughs> a door closes, a George Tafua yeah. sized window opens. George Tafua playing his first game since 2020. Uh, comes in at the 240 range, so I wanted to keep an eye on Jake. Yeah, he was a tackle buster back in the day, also a tackle misser as well. So <laughs> you uh, you win some, you lose some with those points. But uh, if he can score, um, you know, Garrick was t- uh, t- tend to be a decent scorer, so hopefully he can set him up for some tries. The only thing is Jason Saab's hanging around in the reserves, so um, it just depends on whether how far he's off. But, yeah, George Tafil will be an interesting one at, at, at 240. Yeah, speaking of interesting ones, David Fafita could potentially return this weekend. A very up and down season, but on his day has the potential to be the best edge player in the league, especially in a position that's not holding a lot of value at the moment. Yeah, 8% of people still own him. Um, he's got a break even at 80, so you'd imagine even if he does play, he'll still lose a bit of value. Um, but on his day, he can score hat-tricks. I think he scored multiple hat-tricks last season. Um, which was a uh, a pretty pretty handy for people that owned him, but um, yeah, at the moment it's just wait and see on him. He uh, he hasn't really set the world on fire this season. So yeah, I think you might be able to get him for a hair under seven hundred if you wait. Yeah. So then it might become become a more interesting proposition, especially if he's like your lead bench player, someone that could rip off one hundred and twenty. That much effort. Speaking of top tier forwards, so Cam Murray looks like he could return this week, moving Jay Jay Arrow out of the thirteen. And Trent Peoples out of the team altogether. Yeah, so not ideal for Trent Peoples owners. The, or the, the people, per, the people persons yeah. out there, and not people, people, people at the moment. Just how many times <laughs> can I say people in a sentence? Um, but yeah, he's been named amongst the reserves, Ken Murray. But uh, he'll want to play if he wants to play Origin. I'd imagine Brad Fittler would probably say he wants to see something out of him this week if he wants to be considered for selection. So I'd imagine he'll uh, he'll make the team, and then yeah, that's uh, that'll be a good thing for people that are the, the six point six percent of people that own Ken Murray. Back to the Tigers, Jake. Dan Laurie returns. He was more of interest to fantasy league players last year when he was a cheapie on the rise. This year, a little less enthralled. But what do you see about his return? Yeah, so he moves Stafford Toa back oh, into the centres. Um, yeah, only owned by 0.6% of people. He was a, a good cheapie when he came into the, 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 the Tigers team last season. Um, look, yeah, hasn't set the world on fire like we said this year. Um, but, you know, the Tigers have played a lot better football uh, in the union. Sort of got injured as they were starting to hit a bit of form. So hopefully now that they're uh, playing a bit better, there might be a chance for him to score score better as well. Awesome. Well, that brings us to the end of the Notable Notables from the team list. Now we're moving on to our super special segment section of the show, which I know Jake's your personal favourite. Absolutely. You know what we're going to come up with each week, even though you're in the creative meeting. So <laughs> we're still confused yeah. as me, but you're like, wow, what did I do? Yeah. Like, it was your idea. What will they think of next? 
Uh, I love that you can separate podcaster from podcast fan. Yeah. It's like you've almost got a split personality yeah, disorder. Yeah. Who said that? <laughs> uh, this week's segment's Pick and Stick. We're discussing um, when you stay by a player. So, Reese, good example is Trump Tavoyevich. A lot of people kept him all year. They put up with the on and off injuries. They put up with the poor form. But now he's done for the year and they've lost a lot of money and they didn't get much return. Obviously, there's all different types of situations where uh, you can um, justify keeping a player or justify selling them. A lot of people tend to go towards trades. It's very trade-happy. But when you've got a really good thing, sometimes you try to pick and stick. Uh, he averaged 37.6 for the year, and he lost a total of $365,000. Which is good for next year. <laughs> good for next year, but brutal for... Um, Fantasy League fans are held on to him. Obviously, this week, and a good example, Jason Tomalolo is meant to be out for a week. Um, so I'm holding on to him. Uh, Jerome Hughes is meant to be out for one week. He was out for two. Um, and people will probably be hanging around there, not wanting to trade him. But then you get into other situations where players are out for, like, four weeks. Yeah, someone like a Pappenhausen, who, where, where do you yeah. make the call on him? Um, yeah, I think it all comes down to, I guess, the circumstance of what your team looks like. Um, if you've got coverage and you're playing, I guess, in your league and you've got, I guess, wins up your up your sleeve where you can afford to keep those players, um, that's that's always beneficial. Um, if they're, Ideally, if they're going to be in your final team, you don't want to have to trade them out and trade them back in because there's two trades you've essentially wasted. Um, so you just need to weigh up, yeah, how long they're going to be out for um, and then, yeah, if they're going to be in your final team. And then, I guess, yeah, if you're playing overall... And or if you're playing uh, in your league as well, and how you're shaping in that. Yeah, it depends on how far out you're planning, and if that player's definitely in your end team. Like Pappenhausen, I considered keeping him, but I just, like you, at the moment, it's hard to win club games. I think people that were in a really strong position could have justified keeping him, like I'm sure a lot of people justified keeping Javoyevich, because obviously he was the second best player in the league last year. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. I think, yeah. Uh... I think in last year, even Pappenhausen, when he got injured at um, between, well, not Magic Round, but he, when he was injured before that, um, I think I kept him up to Magic Round thinking, well, I want to keep him in the team. And then he got <laughs> injured at Magic Round, lost a ton of value, so I had to trade him out then. But, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a risky game. Um, but, yeah, like I said, it just depends on, I guess, the quality of the player as well. But then an example that, that I've got is, uh, is Sean Russell in my team who had that one game, killed it, scored 40-odd, um, and then I just haven't been able to trade him out of my team because I've had other issues throughout the season. He's not losing value. He's not gaining value. Um, hopefully one day this season he might come back and actually you know improve on his break even, but now they've Parramatta have got Wonga Blake and Mike Acevo coming back, so you imagine uh, back you so you imagine that you know that that's probably not going to happen, yeah. but it's uh, it's handy to. I guess, yeah, it's well, just another one on your bench. Your original pitch for this segment was Sean Russell's dilemma. And I was like, Jake, I think Sean Russell's a bit too of a niche <laughs> niche player to dedicate a whole segment to. So we brought There's 3.5% of people along with me that still own him, so that's that more, just hung on. Yeah, it's, it's more people that um, have Luke Brooks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess because he's cheap. There's 107 people that bought him this week. Hasn't <laughs> even been named. They're jumping on. They're down, like Jake Bull's got him. Yeah. we got to have him. Got him, so yeah. Jake Bull endorsed with that. Yeah. little Jake Bull magic sprinkle over. <laughs> Uh, was there any more words of wisdom on that topic before we uh, wrap, put a put a bow on this pig and put her out to market? Well, I think obviously next week is the uh, the buy period, so um, 
not as in buying players, as in the teams have buys. And you've um, got four buyers, so it is a buying period. Yeah, this is true. So, um, yeah, I think, yeah, it just that depends into you. That has to factor in, I guess, how you want to play your team as well. So if you're playing for um, buys or if you've got playing for overall, sorry, um, and you've got those players that are 50-50 or you want to trade out, then you, there's a good week to trade them out this week. Uh, but you've also got those extra trades, I think, starting from next week, which will be uh, which will be super helpful as well. An encyclopedia of first league knowledge. <laughs> shocking that you're not in the top, shocking that you just go to the top eight this week. <laughs> well, it brings us a wrap. Remember to stay kind to your mum and to abuse Jake on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, please don't abuse please him don't. on Twitter. Yeah. Please. All right. See you next week.